Hey guys, good evening and welcome to the Big Dot Radio Show. It's your favorite girl, Cherish with a double R. May is slowly creeping to an end and I am so happy because month end, I'm getting my first salary. I'm so excited. Meanwhile, this evening we have a lot in store for you. I mean, the rains are coming, crops are growing. And before we go right into business, we are going to go on our short music break and I'm playing Safa Nofi Catch Me by Nimix featuring Filipiano. Do enjoy what up, what up, guys? This is Trey, and right now we're on Free Smoke Network. Peace out. Welcome back, guys. That was Sapanofi Catch Me by Nimix featuring Filipiano. And if you're just joining us, this is the Big Dot Radio Show. So right now into the interview segment, I have with me an amazing young guy. You know, I always have amazing people. I know amazing people. And I'm going to do a little intro about him, and then you hear it from him yourself. Okay, David Garnett Itafu. Okay, that's a long name. From Etung local government in Cross River State, born and bred in Calabar. He loves to call himself a Calabar boy. He's a graduate of, of History and International Studies from the University of Calabar. A model, an actor, fashionista, humanitarian, loves the good life, loves having fun and hanging out with friends. Give it up for it. Garnett! Yeah, 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 yeah. If that does anything, <laughs> welcome to the show, Garnet. Thank you. Okay, so before we start, let me ask you what inspired the name Garnet? Where did you get it from? What does it mean? Um, I'm curious. Okay, Garnet is a precious stone. Wow. Yeah, for people born in the month of January. Oh, Capricorns really? Capricorns, and then I'm a Capricorn, so, and then I'm precious. Sorry. Okay, so we're moving right now into the interview segment. Okay, okay so t- briefly tell us about yourself, more of like your personal stuff aside your career. Okay, my name is David. David Garnet okay. Itafoki from Cross River State. It's yeah. local government. Okay. Born and bred in Calabar. Yeah. I'm 26 years old. Schooled yeah. in Unical Study History and International Studies. My department. I last year. Oh yeah, so that's basically it. That's basically it. Okay, so um, David, let me ask you: Should I call you Garnet or? Yeah, David? you can call me Garnet. Most people know me by the name Garnet. Okay, yeah. Garnet. So, um, you said you have been in Cal- born and bred in Calabar. So that sure. means, um, technically, or if we look at it, the you spent like all your life in Calabar. Yeah, all my life. Okay, so have you been to any other place in Nigeria? At least, yes, I have. I have name five places. Five places, okay. Yeah. I've been to Eboni, okay. I've been to Akwaibom, okay. I've been to Lagos, okay. I've been to Port Harcourt, okay. Um, I've been to ah, there's one last place. I know I've been to five places. Bang, bang. Wait, I'm just waiting. Wait, wait. <laughs> mm. Okay, let's let's leave you at four. Hey, he has not been busy up to five places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've been to five places. I just can't recall. For this, our small Nigeria. Nigeria is not actually Nigeria small. Is not small. I mean, there are 36 states. What are you saying? And you've not been to five. That's what I'm I've, saying. I feel don't they go reach past six. So I'm not just. Yeah. Okay, let's leave that part. Yeah, so tell us part. about your modeling. When did you start, and how did um, it go? I started. I started modeling after secondary school. Okay. Yeah, that's. I started modeling two sixteen. Okay. Yeah, when I went for a pageantry in Cross River State. So after that, I met one of the winners. Okay. And then I, from there, I I felt something I wanted to do. So I started, but you know, I just didn't really explore. I really didn't explore that part of me because of family. 
okay, after I my get. after after imagine as Zivina, it's like it inquired a lot from me and then yeah. I was in school. Yeah. So my family thought it was going to distract me from school so I they had get. to like tell me to leave whatever I'm doing anything that has to do with entertainment and focus on school wow. typical Nigerian typical African Nigeria, family so. African family exactly so but even at that I was still sneaking <laughs> sneaking okay. out to do my stuff so do you but still do you still do it now yeah well not really but I still have plans of going back okay. into modeling I just do like some little little modeling stuff okay yeah so so when we're saying going back into modeling are we talking about runway Yeah, runway pageantry and Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, so um this moves me to my next question. Um now let's talk about your acting career. Have okay. you always did you always know that you were going to be in that line? Yeah, right from when I was a child I've always wanted to be an actor like Okay. Literally when I was a kid, I always tried to act in my head or yeah. act in front of the mirror. Yeah, me too. Like different characters but You act all the characters are big. <laughs> yeah, so I've always wanted to be an actor. And uh, I looked up to a lot of people like most like most of our A-list actors and actresses. I watched them as kids, so okay. and I really loved what they do. So it really inspired really, really inspired me and then as a child I always I was in the dramatic club in school. Yeah. Always did drama in church and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. So, so you always knew yeah, and when you saw the opportunity yeah. you grabbed it. Exactly. So have you have you started in any movie? Yeah, I have actually three. Okay, okay let's say two. I've started in two movies but I just finished a production, the third one which is not out yet. So that's three. Yeah. But then it's not out yet. It's so out we yet. get the surprise. Yeah, oh my god, this yeah. makes a lot of sense. So please tell us. <laughs> tell you what exactly. The movies. The movie, okay. Um the first first one I I started was a movie produced by Sean George. Okay. Yeah, in Calabar. Um, um I can't really remember the name because it was just a, a one or two scene. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then the second the second movie is called Scorned in my heart. Okay. Yeah. So well oh, that one nice. was well it wasn't that big of it like it wasn't really big but I mean At the end of the movie I died so thank <laughs> <laughs> you here I'm so dying yeah so then the third one is I think this is like the the biggest so, so far. far yeah so because I I didn't play like the lead role I played the supportive role wow so yeah so it's called the notebook and it will be out this we are going to premiere here in Calabar okay yeah, by December so that's nice yeah So you're doing well. I mean, this yeah. is like your starting point, yeah, exactly. and then we look forward to seeing Same you like in Hollywood. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So I just want to make this more fun. So tell us about your hobbies. My hobbies. Uh. Okay. What do you do when you are not modeling or mm. acting in your head? Because we already know that that's what you do. Yeah. Okay. Or being a fashionista. What do you do? Watch movies. Okay. Go through my phone. Go through your phone. Yes, go through my phone. Read magazines. Okay. I think a lot. Like I love to think, imagine good mm. things. Like I always, I'm always imagining things, wow. positive things. So. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh, What I'm else? Still You're still listening. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. That finish. I love hanging out with friends. Like. I love hanging out with friends, laughing, having a good time. So you're an extrovert. I'm an ambivert actually. Okay. Yeah, so you could be Yeah, could be introverted sometimes and extroverted. I think ambiverts are the best. Yeah. Because I'm an ambivert. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um 
Now, you, in your bio, I read that you are a humanitarian. Oh, right? Yeah. So that's like a very big word. We don't know what it means. But then I'm going to ask you, since you're a humanitarian and then um, you did history and international studies, so you mm. have like a good idea of things that have happened in the past, things that happened in the international system and you just want to make it so much impact mm. in different spaces. So are you volunteering anywhere? Yes, I am. Actually, I'm a volunteer at Street Priests Incorporated. Wow. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have heard. Oh, sure, of you it. should. I, I mean, I, how can I not? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a volunteer at Street Priest. Okay. Um, we are based in Calabar. It's a non-governmental organization. Yeah. That's responsible for taking care of street, street children. children. Yeah. Okay. So um, what do you do in Street Priest? Um, I volunteer Street Priest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not good. She part of that. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. Any other one? Um. Well, we, we really don't have so much of those organizations, of organizations. here in Canada. Yeah, yeah. We, so that's why Street Priest is like one of the most notable, re- notable yeah. ones in Calabar. Yeah. Well, and it's actually true. been fun volunteering at Street Priest because I started last year. Okay. Yeah, and it's been amazing though. There's like, there have been a couple of challenges. I mean, trying you know when you're trying to relate with children yeah. down the streets, it's not that easy. Yeah. Like someone like me, okay, now at Street Priest, we have like different departments. So, and all volunteers are supposed to like belong to various departments. Okay. Like me, I belong to the programs department. I'm actually the team lead of my That's what I was asking you programs. for. And you said you can imagine. <laughs> so now we are like, we're in charge of creating content for these okay. kids in okay. the classrooms. Yeah. So most times it's really challenging when you're trying to like get a child to listen to what you're saying or pay attention to you and then some other child is causing some kind of distraction. distraction. Yeah, it's, it gets... But well, I mean, we should be... Tolerate, we should be we should tolerate, tolerate them, so we try our best to... No, you guys are doing amazing. Yeah, thank you. Oh, okay. So I want to ask you now, how do you combine everything, all your passions together to produce something beautiful? I mean, you said... I read that you're a fashionista yeah. and I think you have an inkling for modeling and you're a fashionista so you just go together so how do you combine everything oh i try to make time for myself like come because i've all i've anything entertainment i actually love anything entertainment that's why you be be the music industry so well i'm not looking at music (laughs) because (laughs) i'm not let me just stick to the one i know i'm really good at yeah so okay so fashion i mean fashion movies modeling everything comes hand in hand so yeah it's not it's all it's really an interesting path for me yeah yeah so that's cool so speaking of fashion do you are we expecting any fashion brands soon any clothing yeah, lines soon? yeah actually you're trying to put me on the spot oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's my job okay don't worry god willing before um july okay yeah i'll be Introducing my brand. Wow. Yeah. So that's where I'm going to stop for now. Okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to go to anywhere in the world, where would that be? Um, I would actually love to vis- visit Seychelles. Okay. Uh, Milan in Italy. Um, then Dubai. I know Dubai is really like, it's a beautiful place. So. Yeah. I know a lot of Nigerians always like go there. A lot of them are living there, but I actually want to go there and see how it cool looks it like. Is. Yeah. All right. And I'm going. <laughs> I'm invite you. <laughs> that would be nice, right? Yeah, it will. Okay. So, um, 
I mean, that's like all I want to ask you. Are you sure? I'm not sure, but then I think I'll just let it pass. Oh. Then we'll have our conversations like after the show. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay thank I you so much, Garnet. Thank you so much, Garnet. It was you, interesting Cherish. getting to know you yeah, and you're nice doing being here. amazing. And we're looking forward to the notebook, yeah, sure. your clothing line, and every other thing <laughs> coming. Okay, so this brings us to the end of the interview segment. And we're going on a short music break right now. We're playing Booga by Kiss Daniel featuring Techno. I know you love the song, I love it too. Enjoy. What up, what up, guys? This is Trey, and right now we're on Free Smoke Network. Peace out. Welcome back, guys. That was Booga by Kiss Daniel featuring Techno, and now we're moving to the conversations. And today I have with me an amazing... Well, I don't know, I just like guys, so most of them are like my guests and my co-hosts. Last time it was ladies, now it's guys. Okay, so today my co-host is David. Yeah, hi, good day. Please give it up for David. Okay, so today we're talking about sex education and the question is when should sex education be introduced to children? Now, I know we had like a parenting session some weeks ago and then we talked a lot about parents and children communication and all of that. So today we're going to be focusing on the part that we people don't like to talk about because I don't know, parents think is, I don't know, I don't know. They just think maybe First it's First of all, I think, I think it's very foolish for a parent not to want to talk about sex yeah okay especially especially like the fact the point in their life where the topic is should be raised more then they neglect that because they feel like it's not appropriate yeah and they feel like they can't bring themselves to do it why though why because i mean if there is anything to talk about your sex and to think that the negligence of that has caused, um, I mean, you can see the result in that, the scandal with that. What's, what's, what's the high school again? I don't know the high school again. So, <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe the parent was, I don't know, has some sense of negligence to that child. Or maybe not. Or, or maybe not. Or maybe yeah. the child was just too exposed for their own yeah. liking. Yeah. So, maybe, I, f- I feel like the not facts the were, yeah, the, <laughs> the fact, the facts were, uh, parents actually neglect topics like this because maybe they cannot come up front with their children about these particular things. It's just foolishness. And I think it also has to do with how our parents were also raised. You know, like in the African society, there are just some things that seem inappropriate to talk about. Excuse me. And no, I'm just saying we we have everything is changing right now. Yeah. And if you were there, like back then, yeah. when your parents didn't seem piss up. Piss up. Your child probably knows more about stuff than you do. And you are telling the child that, yo, it's not your time. But he knows more than you do. You have to pace up. You have to step. You have to like always be at the edge. Down. You have to be like in front of your child. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying. But, but, the, but the, truth, the truth is that people actually will like want to like always want to be scared. Be scared and like say that maybe if they expose their child too much, they might, they might know or he might know. And then they're going to experiment. Yeah, so I think they have their fears. I don't know. I don't just want to like wholly blame our parents for, because our parents are being amazing. Like my parents actually gave us sex education. We're all girls. And they took us on a picnic. And I think it was actually beautiful. They taught us about sex and all of that. But there are a lot of parents that cannot bring themselves to do so. I'm just trying to make excuses for them. Yeah, wait, wait. When you talk about sex education, it's fancy. It's a fancy name. We think it's appropriate. Why can't you just talk about sex? That's a universal topic. 
Yes, now it's to educate them about sex. That's why it's sex education. Nah, nah. First of all, when I think okay, of why education, why why are you my co-host first first? <laughs> when I think of education, I, I feel like it's kind of like oh yeah, sit down, let's learn about chemistry of sex. Like <laughs> elementary education. <laughs> no, something. When I, when I, when I when I when I hear sex education, is the fact that I want sex to be treated as every other topic that come across any other person every day. It shouldn't be some kind of like a special topic where we have Why to is like a special topic in Nigeria like or candles and talk about sex. Uh-uh. No, no, that's true. That's that's why it was it was making like some kind of like a big deal where you have to probably sit down, light candles everywhere and have a solo. They don't who said they were lighting candles. That's how it is now. You can't like freely talk about sex. You can't freely because talk about sex. Because of the society that we find ourselves in. That Excuse you, ma. Whoever tells me that your head, your, you can't talk about sex or it's inappropriate, I'll tell you that. Ma. Your hair is inappropriate. Or your makeup is inappropriate. Just because you think it's okay you and then you're free me. with it. You can't force me about sex. You can't hush me. Because, because um, let me say your child that actually came, unfortunately, unfortunately for you, your child was there when you were hushing me. To shut up when I was talking about sex, and I, don't have a chance. I, told, I tell you that, ma, your hair is inappropriate, or your makeup is inappropriate. I'll tell you that because your child will be like, Uncle, I know what you're saying, or Uncle, maybe it's not like this. My child will not say that because I'll, I'll speak to my children about sex. Education. That's the thing because your child is enlightened, he's enlightened, he's, he has an edge. But this, this other auntie who thinks that it's inappropriate to talk about sex with a child. So we are here to tell parents that it's not inappropriate to talk about sex with their it's children. It's foolish. Okay. Not to talk about sex with your child. You guys just take it easy. I know he's getting on my nerves. He's getting on your nerves too. <laughs> but we can do this. So we're talking about when, what age do you the, think? The, the, very, the, very, the very second the placenta leaves, the placenta, the placenta, the placenta is visible. You should start talking start about talking sex. About sex. <laughs> okay, for me, who is more, I want to be more sensible. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, it should start from identifying your um, organs, mm. like your. Um, I okay. So most of us grew up knowing our private parts to be called one funny name yeah. or the other, yeah. and then that has caused like a lot of issues. Mm. So I think um, no, no. it's appropriate for parents to start telling their children that okay. Your penis is your penis and your mm. vagina is your vagina. Mm. Like, so when they say, <laughs> if I tell you the name that we used to <laughs> okay, let's not go. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but then I think we should start from there. Yeah. So parents should be able to, you see what I told you that parents think some parents like mm. that time, mm. they thought that sex education is like you have to get a lot of nerve before you talk to your children. That's the same way they think that before you tell your children, okay, That's what I'm this saying. is parents your should, private parents part. Parents should step up. Parents should step up. I mean, should. I mean, I mean, I myself, I wasn't brought up in some kind of like very, I don't know, civilized parents in court. My parents are actually very civilized and very yeah. educated and stuff. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is maybe their civilization to them then yeah. is, doesn't actually cut it right now. Yeah. Civilization has actually evolved and it has changed in Nigeria. Like you can see some progress in it. But like to them then, they probably feel like not being open, not being open to your to your child so, about yeah. this particular topic was wise and it was working to some now you get my them. point yeah but right now things have changed <laughs> they have drastically changed things have changed and now it's actually even messed up even more very messed because up 
the children actually know more than the parents these days. Because of school and other. No, no, it's not internet. Group. It's called internet. Yeah, internet, it's but school internet. too. School? Yes, yeah, school. The, the, the school, the school. You know, most times, uh, for those that their parents don't educate them about sex early, school Again. educates you. And then it gets complicated. I, then, I, I pray not that I will leave my child to be educated on sex as sensitive as it is. Yeah, you get oil on the internet. Because if my child is educated on sex in school, he will probably start exploring and start like... Thank God you said he. He or she. <laughs> he excuse or you. He. <laughs> he or she will start exploring and trying to like understand why I'm being educated on this thing now. Why auntie was giving me that eye when I, when I raised the question of vagina in class. <laughs> So like, why do you answer give me that kind of eye when I raise the question about vagina? Even our teachers do. Okay, so now I've said the first step, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to sex education. Our parents should start um, by calling the names of our private parts up. Like, tell your children this is this, this is that. Mm-hmm. So now you say the next part. So when they when the children know, okay, this is this is this part of my body mm-hmm. and it is my private part. Church, I don't know. Me, I don't know. Talking. I have told you that <laughs> as soon as the placenta leaves, Jesus Christ, leaves is visible. They not have seen it. Me that that woman is taking the child home. Those babies don't understand. Cradle, 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 love it, love it, love it. David, see her bed. This, this is, is your Nigeria. Vagina, protect it. This is the penis. Don't go there. It should be stated from that, uh, that don't time. Go I know it sounds like as ridiculous as it is, but what I'm trying to say in essence, it should be very, very early. Okay, so we are we are on and, track. And there's this thing, there's this there's this there's this thing there's this thing I'm, I, 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 this analogy that I have. You know when a child, it a small baby, a child is and probably she's trying to wander off from her parents yeah and she's just stumbling is walking and then he falls yeah now you notice that if you look at that child when he falls he'll cry yeah have you noticed it yeah. but when you look away from that child he'll probably sum it up and like not cry okay yeah yeah i get what you're so saying so when you educate your child and not even education now when you when you are frequently talking to the child yes on sex let it be like a natural thing to you. Like it's natural, it's okay, it's free. It's fine. When they fall, no, like when they when they have sex, what I, what I mean by when they fall is when they <laughs> actually come in contact or when they actually have a scenario where uh-huh. sex is playing out or mm-hmm. something like that. that they'll be natural to it. It's natural. It's coming from a place that I am <laughs> comfortable in. But like somebody so another child I don't who, understand what you just said. Let me let me let me let me learn. Okay. Another child who Another child who is uh, who gets to hear about the topic, but is always in this kind of like very <laughs> sanctimonious. Drawing candles, they cover blind, sit the children nest down in circles and teach in the teach anyone of them about sex. <laughs> when a child goes out, she might want to be like, "Oh yeah, this is this is about sex. Oh my god, I didn't have to <laughs> wear some sandals and things." And then issues of I'm not hearing you again, no. As I'm saying that <laughs> if at some points, if at some points, if at some points, uh, he or she is caught up in like a very in- sex-intensifying scenario, he might compromise. Who might compromise? The one that they light candles and sit down in circles to teach about sex. Why do you think? Why do you think? He or she might compromise. I mean, if the parents take it that it's like a special topic and they have to do some kind of, you know, um, ritual or they have to set the atmosphere because right to talk about it. Because you put so much don't in the child. The child now becomes curious. 
curious so or scared? Both. No, no, it's not scared. It's not scared. At that point in this time, especially when I was a teenager, at that point in this time, he's so curious. He wants to wonder. He wants to explore. Why am I asked not to do this? Why am I asked to dress in a certain way? Why am I, why am I told to like not go to that, that uncle's house across the road? You so feel? what do we do in that kind I'm of situation? That your, the topic of sex should be natural to the child. It should be like the gospel of Christ. It should be natural. Everybody should be hearing it. It's like, okay, a group of a group of girls are sitting down talking about sex. Don't come and hush them because it's not inappropriate. Let them flow. Let them go along with it. it should, I will it let be, them flow. Yeah, just go. Let it. Let don't be like some kind of like ritualistic kind of like. Oh yeah, that's stupid. That's don't talk about that. And yeah, it's like. Come on, let them let them go. Let them go with the sex talk. It's it's like you talking about sports. It's like you talking about it's like it's like you talking about sports and everything. Don't 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 hush people. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so David is saying don't hush people and uh, okay. Because you make them wonder, you make them curious, you make them feel like this is oh my god, it's a big deal. And then Mom, yeah. I'm lost. Like I'm just here. You guys, like, you guys should see me. I'm here. And <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm just wondering. Don't worry, I'll drop his number so that in case you have any questions, you can contact him. Don't drop my number. Because he seems to have a lot of knowledge on this topic. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Mm-hmm. So now, um, what? Let me ask you. Yes, ma'am. I, I'm not talking again. Let mm-hmm. you, let me allow you talk. Uh, what age? Is there a specific age for? Um, parents to actually talk about this stuff as normal as maybe you want it to be as you said it should be is there a particular age uh, realistically and reasonably exactly you might say, sensibly uh, sensibly you might say probably when it's like in the nursery or probably when it's like he needs like five three years old does it still sound but realistic you know, yeah i don't know but then their communication line is just different no so like you will not be so raw about it yeah, now but like okay. you can actually use like very preferred words use very appropriate in quotes yeah words to actually describe it very well but for the appropriate and for the inappropriate okay for the straight and for um, the raw mm-hmm, for the raw strong, the, what age all that should become when a child is 12 when a child is 12 13 14 15 16 she should be hearing about pennies every day of his life or she alive or she alive should be hearing about the opposite sex <laughs> sexual organ because he or she is now free to it. She's now comfortable with it. My mom is talking about, oh yeah, my mom is saying like, it's awkward. Why am I talking about this with my mom? I feel, but I think for me, I think it's, that's just the way to go about it. Because an enlightened child probably not to scale away from seniors that are sexually intensifying yeah. than someone who is just I don't know. Yeah, I get, I get you, and I think one of the most important things I picked from what you just said is wow, that. Wow, that's the only thing you picked from what I said. Yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> is that it's if you can't talk about sex with your parents, I mean, who would you rather be with? So, like, parents should make it in such a way that their children can actually freely talk about it anytime yes, with ma'am. them. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so that was like the only thing I picked from what wow. you said. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I feel bad. Why do you feel bad? I feel terrible. Why do you feel terrible? I feel bad. Because you came here to literally threaten me. I don't no, know. You are opening your eyes. <laughs> I just don't like the fact that it's, it's like I said, it's treated like a re- realistic topic. I hate it. I hate it. It should be something that you're talking about sports. Because you see some boys talking about Manchester and Chelsea. Some girls talking about sex. Let them go. Don't hush them. It's inappropriate. It's stupid. 
Wow. It doesn't I, make sense. Yeah. They should talk about it. They should hear it. They should, it should be natural with the parents, with their friends, with their cousins. So eh? they will know. Their cousins? Yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm. But it should be natural. It should be natural. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm probably getting a lot of backlash about this. I'm You're my, going to get my, a lot of backlash. And I'm my going social to... media is not on. You guys should know I've got it on my phone number. <laughs> okay, but so can we call you a sex activist or sex education no, activist? No, I'm not sex. I'm just a young man who's annoyed about... Let's have passion. I'm not passion. <laughs> Please, okay. Okay. No offense. <laughs> I'm just annoyed about the fact that this treated as a kind of ritual. Yeah, but I think I think our parents are actually trying, like they're doing well. So a lot of parents have come out to actually have these conversations. You know, how do you know parents are doing well? Maybe so like it's kind of like an entry most for of the people <laughs> I, I'm aware of. Well, I, I don't know. I think things are getting a lot messier, but then parents are also doing well too. The thing is that uh, when they see that there's a consequence for some ca- for some for some there's a consequence that one parent is facing because of their negligence. They want to step up. And I want to be like, oh, don't go with that shirt. You didn't say, oh. Like, change that shirt. Oh, like, you saw what happened to Cynthia at the last school. You saw what happened to Rips. You want, you want to step up there. But like, the genesis where they're supposed to like, be really very intimate with their parents, there's children there. I still think they are trying. I still think they are trying. Like, there's an injury that I'm not aware of. Parents yes, parents in my mind. <laughs> Okay. Well, parents are trying, okay. and we give them a huge kudos from me and David. No, we are. Hi. It's the personal pronoun, just hi, Lord. Okay, so for the record, David's never coming on this show again <laughs> because he's getting all our nerves, but then I'm Guys, I'm coming for the next one. The topic will be... <laughs> will be what, please? <laughs> I'll think about that. I said to you. I feel like it's going to be a three-letter word. Okay, so um, that was... I hope you guys did not get that joke. <laughs> yeah, now. we didn't get, they didn't get that joke. <laughs> Okay, so basically we're saying um, sex education should start at an early age. At an early age to be more sensible and realistic. And then it should become a very normal conversation for parents with their teenage children. That's what we're saying. So this brings us to the end of the conversations. Thank you, David, for coming on the show and getting on my nerve. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Looking forward to never having you again. You wish. I'll be here. (laughs) Okay, guys. So um, that was it for tonight. We hope you enjoyed the session. We tried to make it as fun as possible. Okay, don't forget to follow us on all our social media handles. You know me, your favorite girl, Cherish with the double R. (laughs) Okay, guys. So I'm leaving you with the song um, Last Last by Bonner Boy. Do enjoy until we meet next week. Peace.